Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Seven Turtle Doves podcast, uh, brought to you by UOM Fashion Society. Um, this is Christiana. I am the president of the society, and we will be starting. Can we do this again? Welcome to the Seven Turtle Doves podcast, brought to you by UON Fashion Society. Um, this is Fashion Society here, and we will be talking about a wide range of topics, which you will also be deciding with us. Uh, my name is Christiana, I'm the president of Fashion Society, and now we will start by introducing ourselves, so you know who is actually talking to you. <laughs> I'll now pass it on to our vice president. My name's Amun, I'm the VP of the Fashion Society. Uh, I study law and I'm in third year. I'm Sanchi, I'm the Social Circle Fashion Society, uh, Econ student third year as well. I'm Clara, I'm the Secretary and Operations Officer and I'm second year law. I'm Izzy, I'm the Treasurer and I'm a second year study of Natural Sciences. And we actually have another three members of the Society who unfortunately couldn't be with us today, Danielle, Lana and Cesca. So we asked um, our people on Instagram to let us know what they would like us to talk about. So we got a few questions that we will be answering today so that you can get to know ourselves and so that you get to know what it is exactly that we do as a society. And our main topic of discussion today will be, do we have too many clothes? So we'll start with the questions about us. Uh, we made them kind of uh, fashion related so that we have a common topic to talk about. So the first one is, if you could choose one outfit to wear for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I would say, you know there's matching tracksuits that people wear, because you can like dress them up, you can dress them down, they can be more casual or more formal. So I feel like, and they're always comfort, comfort is key. So I would, I'd I'd say the same thing to be Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would go for something quite like, kind of classic old school, like, literally blue wash denim jeans white t-shirt because I feel like you can kind of wear that to any occasion you can kind of wear that out like I know some people wear that with literally heels but if you wear it with just trainers you can just wear it around you can wear some jewelry with it it's very casual kind of I don't know kind of not doesn't really it's not feminine it's not masculine it's just yeah it's quite neutral you yeah. can wear it to campus you can wear it to like a bar yeah literally like, yeah. yeah I would go for a jumpsuit because they're practical mm. and you always look put together. It's not you need to go to the toilet or not. There's some dressing in the bar. Like, you, you can like run for the bus in them, like you're good to go. And then you can go to the mm. bar in them. Yeah, I think yeah. shoes make a lot of difference. Whatever shoes you pair it with. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they just look different. I don't know. I was gonna say a little black dress, but now I think I think a je I think jeans and a white top too. Yeah. I was gonna say a dress because if you put a shirt under the dress, it looks a bit more casual. Yeah. But then if you wear it with heels, it's a formal outfit, and then you can wear it with sneakers. But the, uh, but I think I'll go for the jeans too. <laughs> okay. I think I, to be fair, Cara, now that you mentioned that, I'd say a similar thing because I wear a lot of big baggy shirts yeah. at home and you can just tie it at the back, make it into like a little crop top with like a nice pair of mum jeans and chunky white trainers and like, yeah. a, like a claw clip or something. I think that's such a And if you yeah. crop it, you've literally got a going out outfit. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, next question. If you could choose one item of clothing or accessory to define your personality, what would it be? A joke? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say for 
that. A bit saucy, but a bralette, I feel like. Mm. Because it's quite sexy, you know, but it's fun. It's yeah. quite out there, quite loud and in your face. Yeah, that's me. You're loud in your face. I'm very loud in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. I feel like it changes with, like, seasons. I feel like... In the summer, I always want to have like sunglasses with me. Hmm. But then and in the winter, clap, please. <laughs> <laughs> and ocean. And ocean. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like in the winter it changes. I mean, I've always got a puffer on in the winter, but mm. I wouldn't say that's my defining accessory because it's like literally everyone's defining accessory. But I think I'd be a white top. I'm quite adaptable, mm. like a white top. Mm. I could be dressed down or dressed up like a white top. <laughs> I think you're quite a gilet. You wear quite a lot of gilets, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah. And that's why I see a gilet and I'm like, think Christiana. And the yeah. white top. And the white top underneath the gilet. So I don't know, maybe a white top. Even though it's a bit basic, but so am I. A bit lame, so am I. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I would say sunglasses because I do wear them in the winter as well. Yeah. I love Yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Me, I can't think of anything. I feel like I work. I mean, clogs. Everyone wears clogs. <laughs> no, I love your clips. Yeah, they're always so cute. Yeah, I guess you can style them in quite a few different ways. Yeah, maybe yeah. under a ponytail or a bun or something. So maybe, mm. maybe that. But and you see, just Sanchi just appearing with a clip and then without it and then with the clip again. Yeah. So you just have your hair, your hair down, and then it'll turn around, and you'll have clips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's coming around on you. Like, you just rinse it out. <laughs> I can't even the hair down. So you've got a cork up in your bun. It's so useful. Just whip up. Yeah. Still doesn't look like you just, it's not like in a bun. It's not messy. So. Mm. Yeah. Too bad. I do that with scrunchies as well. Mm. I just have a top knot in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, next one. How would we define a personal style? Hmm. I think it's that's so a hard. difficult one. It varies. It just on yeah. the occasion, which is probably the same for everyone. <laughs> I feel like since lockdown, it's been hard. Me same, yeah. I agree because I used to never wear. I no, I used to never care about sneakers much. Now I, I'm obsessed yeah. with sneakers, and I think before lockdown, I just, I, yeah, I yeah. was, I used to choose bags over shoes any day. Mm. Whereas yeah. now, I don't know. Yeah, before lockdown, in first year, I just didn't care how I looked. And like now, I feel like lockdown's given me the time to like develop my like fashion sense a bit more. And now I think like, what should I wear to campus today? Like, See, I'm yeah. upset. Think about it more. Like sixth form, I was on it. I, I put in all the effort, <laughs> and then lockdown, I was like, what's the point? No, <laughs> and I've never really recovered from that. That's the easy. And now, what's your favorite? What's your biggest fashion or makeup mistake of the past? Um. So when I was, we were allowed to wear makeup in my college. We started college in year 10, which meant that a lot of things just went wrong. I used to wear um, black eyeliner that on my eyebrows, though, to fill my eyebrows in. And um, I used to wear mascara until my eyelashes were literally like sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and like classic foundation over the lips, massive backcombed hair. Like, oh God, it just wasn't a good time for me. <laughs> I used to have bags and I used to have like, I used to put them back when I... I think I was 13 and then I used to put three hair clips and the first and last hair clip needed to be the same color <laughs> so I'd go pink white pink or blue white blue I didn't look particularly good but I was very confident in it <laughs> 
I just used to go to like the standard like boots or whatever, not like Tesla foundation or anything, pick one that like vaguely looked like the same color as my skin, <laughs> go home, try it. It was just like completely like just bright orange or like just not my skin color. And then I had to go out thinking like, yeah, yeah, this is fine. I'm my foundation, I'm cool. <laughs> not more. I think mine was probably the kind of, I think I was like 13, 14, Ran like the whole Kylie Jenner like and makeup the and like the lip kits and stuff. And I remember I used to draw my eyebrows like blocks oh, when they were like geometric. It was like a little so rectangle, <laughs> literally slugs. That was no, just, just no, 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 no. So, what are our favorite brands? I mean, I really like some of the kind of brands I think have got quite big on Instagram. So, kind of. Uh, Peachy Den, House of Sunny. I feel like just the general colours they use and, and just the materials are just just a lot of comfort and a lot of like knitwear. I feel like knitwear's really come back over the last mm. few years. Like Definitely. kind of making casual clothing also stylish. Not I even in like. winter as well, though. I feel like Literally. knitwear in summer as well, like the oh, crochet tops yeah. and stuff. So I, I love those, but then I guess kind of like the Y2K brands, like jaded london style mm-hmm. um i'm gia just any brand in euphoria <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um i think cause for me or arquette mm-hmm. they're i mean i think they're sister brands actually and gammy i'll go for gammy mm-hmm. yeah i'd go from the more basic route <laughs> of uh pull and zara Stradivarius because can't go wrong you can't go wrong yeah. it's like they're just everywhere but even like TK Maxx has all of these brands and like you know yeah, yeah. Love look yeah <laughs> but, um, um, I'd say my favourite brands like really bounce around quite a lot in terms of the style that they offer so um, I love Urban Outfitters like 90% of my wardrobe is from Urban Outfitters I adore it but then I also really like like Manier de Bois like their oh, yeah. stuff's like completely the opposite it's Urban Outfitters but I, I love it and then one of my like favourite jewellery brands ever is Tiffany & Co so they're all just very very different I feel yeah. like I just love a bit of Zara I feel like it has everything like you've got your formal like business stuff and then like going out stuff as well yeah you've got it all but their website needs to get a grip but like it's it's painful I think why you I hate online shopping on Zara like why you're not <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like shopping for and like the picture to model the shirt was a woman looking into a tennis racket you couldn't even see the shirt <laughs> like, they would do so much better on that online sales if they had like just yeah. where you could see the clothes like it doesn't have to be like generic just standing up but like something where you could look at what the clothes are like <laughs> yeah. I think they're like trying to make it high end like they're trying to make it like a lookbook yeah more yeah. contemporary they're like yeah. spring summer I can imagine like, like a catalogue mm, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what is one mis- misconception about fashion we wish to eliminate we were talking about this about like the stereotypes of like you can either be fashionable if you're on trend or not fashionable if you're not and i feel trend. like that's a misconception because like even if you're not on the stereotypical trend it's still if you like can do it with your chest like pull it off then yeah. it can still be fashionable yeah because at the end of the day you're meant to wear your clothes your clothes are meant to wear you yeah <laughs> yeah i think just the idea like kind of um, springboarding off that the whole kind of gatekeeping fashion I want to say it's not yeah, you don't have to dress like Blair Waldorf and Gossip Girl to be fashionable <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. 
to some extent is fashionable because we all wear clothes, hopefully. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's just when people are kind of like, some people put loads of effort into their outfit and they look amazing, but likewise, just because you're wearing jeans and, you know, trainers, that doesn't mean you're not fashionable. It's kind of, yeah, I just think it's, it needs to be something that everyone feels that they're included in kind of thing. And what does it even mean to be fashionable? Yeah. yeah, I mean, to who? Fashionable for who? Yeah, yeah. it's not like an objective set. Yeah. yeah, if you do this and that, you'll be fashionable. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of the time it's confidence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the time, you know, people carry themselves a certain way. I feel like they just use they just cool. fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. is a hundred percent confidence. Even just the way people like walk down the street in like, yeah. an outfit. Yeah, yeah. I look at someone and I'm like, that that looks sick on them, but I could never wear that because yeah. they don't yeah. have confidence too. But if you did, it's like you just look a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one is: Do you think that fashion is an important way for people to represent their various cultures? I think that's yeah. I think that's really really important. Actually, like me and Sandra went to the Asian Society Ball on Friday, and it was amazing just to see everyone mm-hmm. in their like traditional outfits, like yeah. all these beautiful like colorful saris yeah. and suits and like leggings and like really ornate and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It was just amazing to see it all, and I it just made me really happy that everyone felt they were able to express themselves and their culture in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I come from Cyprus, and I have a lot to say about our uh, <laughs> traditional clothing. I remember my school, they used to make us do traditional dances and stuff. Of, I think whenever there was a like a national holiday coming um, soon. And we used to wear, so Cyprus is a quite a hot <coughs> country, and the traditional clothing that Cyprus has, it's, um, you wear shorts, I wouldn't call it shorts, actually maybe I would call it shorts, then you put a skirt over that, then you put something else over that and then a dress over that. So we used to boil all day long to do these three, three traditional dances. But I guess it's cool. It's, I mean, you can tell we're Cypriot, I guess. So yeah. But jokes aside, I think it's I think it's a very good way to feel part of something like you said. Yeah, no, definitely. Because you're all coming from the same place. You're wearing... And it's probably the only chance where, where you'll get to wear clothes that similar to someone else. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really makes you feel connected to your roots as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've like had the same experience, like being in England, like away from my... From home. From home. Yeah, walk around in the spiritual traditional clothing. We go to the UK where it's like, I'm But I agree, yeah. I agree. And what are you most excited about in the fashion show? We have a fashion show coming up, 31st of March, 8 p.m., Be Ooh. there. Uh, cheap drinks at Baker, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it was like £2.50 double. Yeah, it is. It's is it? insane. It was last time. Oh, I didn't yeah, realise that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm excited to see the different clothes this time because last time it was autumn, winter, so it's more jumpers mm. and stuff. Yeah. This time, a bit more summery, which we love. I think as well the fact that we've got kind of, we kind of, we've been through one fashion show and mm. hopefully we can relax a little bit more for this one because mm. yeah. we've kind of lived through it. So hopefully we can just sit back and enjoy it a yeah. little bit more. We know what's I remember like. last time I was on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I was just walking around thinking something's going to collapse and I need to fix it. You needed this $2.50. I did. <laughs> I feel like also we've got more like shops working with us this time. So that should be exciting, like seeing a few more different clothes. Yeah. And now that we've hyped it up so much, so I feel like we'll get even more like a bigger audience. Yeah. Mm. So. And I think it's a very good way for us to showcase local talent. Yeah. 
I think that like I'm also really excited to see what all the audience wears, like yeah. you know, see who's best dressed yeah. and like who's wearing like, yeah. Because even last time people did really try to like yeah. dress up for the fashion show. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one girl who wore that. She made her top out of tights. And it was like oh, strappy. Oh, wow. It was incredible. I loved it. I went up to her and she like walked off from backstage. And I was like, "You need to tell me where your tops from." It's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Okay, now we'll move on to the second part of this podcast, which is uh, for us to talk to you a little bit about our society, what exactly it is that we do. We'll try to keep this short because I think at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, we hope you know what we're, what it is that we're doing. <laughs> um, so, what are our main aims of the society? I think. Um, we're just trying to bring like-minded people together, people with similar interests, people who hopefully like to have a good time like we do, <laughs> help charity because that's another thing that we do a lot here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually haven't made any profit from any events that we've done this year. <laughs> we've always donated all our profits to the charities that we work with. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think your aims are? Mm. I think we've really society. grown the society this year to be fair because mm. like I, f- I know a lot of people that are like they were like oh fashion society I've not heard of it and stuff and then this year they're like everyone I know is like completely on stop talking about fashion promoting <laughs> 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 all the events and things so I feel like we've done a good job in terms of like growing and I hope like next year and stuff it carries on growing yeah and I think we really try to form a very inclusive environment where everybody feels welcome to come no matter what kind of clothes they like what kind of people they are what their way of going out is I think we try to accommodate very different people from very different backgrounds into very different events that we do. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'd say I, that we're sorry. No, 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 you can <laughs> I'd say that we're pretty big on like body positivity as well, as you can see from like our fashion show and yeah. stuff. We have such like, a diverse range of models and we just want to make everyone I feel like almost fashion can be quite exclusive for people who don't fit the stereotypical mm-hmm. look and we're trying to like combat that almost. Yeah, exactly. And literally going off that as well, just kind of opening up fashion to people who maybe don't like I think we don't want people to think that if you don't you know own an exclusively Chanel wardrobe you can't join do you know what I mean it's very much if you're interested come do you know what I mean it's it's like just get involved and you know and I think we're very much about that exactly what you said if you're interested just come yeah yeah I think we have broken down the stigma a little bit and that's what we're trying to do about like Mm. for example boys being interested in fashion Yeah. yeah yeah No, because I think, you. sorry. <laughs> you interrupt <laughs> Go, go, go. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, just kind of like trying to get more guys involved as well because there's so many guys that have like amazing fashion styles. Mm-hmm. And I just, we just don't want them to feel, you know, as if they can't really join in because it's generally majority girls. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a more of a gender equal sort of society. And now we'll talk a little bit about our upcoming fashion show. <laughs> so as we said, our fashion show is on the 31st of March. It's going to be a beer killer like last time, a little bit later this time, because as we have established, people like to come a bit later. <laughs> Fashionably late. Fashionably late. <laughs> um, so tickets will be out very, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. We'll be releasing our priority list tickets for people who really want to make sure that they will actually get a ticket before they sell out. So keep an eye out about that. And now moving on to the main topic of this podcast. Do we have too many clothes? So what do you guys think? Do we have too many clothes? Personally, I do have a lot of clothes. I was looking at my wardrobe the other day and I was like, I've not worn this in about like two years. Yeah. But then I do find keeping your clothes like helps 
because like as like trends cycle around you can use them again or like even for like fancy dress events like fancy dress. it's always useful to just have them yeah but again is it good for the environment and i always regret Throwing something away. Yeah, because I think because I'm up later. Like, oh, I needed that for fancy dress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I'm exactly the opposite. I went really? through this phase last week where I was what you were saying before, Amman. How yeah. I have so many clothes and I wear a good 15% of them. Yeah. So last week I was thinking, and also I'm not from here, so I need to move a lot of things whenever I have to move. Yeah. So I was thinking, you, I have about 15 coats and I wear three of them. Why yeah. don't I just donate the rest, which is what I did. <laughs> and then, because realistically, if I if I haven't reached out for any of those codes in the past six months, am I really going to reach out for those codes from now on? Yeah. Probably not. And I think as long as you have staple good basics, there's a lot of things that you can wear around those basics yeah. where you don't need to just buy excessively trendy stuff that you probably will wear twice and then never again. Because first of all, I think even trendy stuff, you buy something that's very signature, you're not going to wear it every day because if you wear the same white top every day, no one knows you're wearing the same white top every day. But if you have a bright pink with printed jacket, say, if you wear it once and then you wear it again, it's something that sticks. People remember. Yeah, that's literally the coat that you wore yesterday. And you can't also pair it with a lot of things. And obviously that's not to say that we're meant to wear clothes once. But I think when you have more basic clothes, mm-hmm. you can just make them work for many different occasions and with many different things. Yeah, like having a staple wardrobe. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Either to style. But I feel like it's it's hard because, I mean, the amount of times I've heard, you know, oh, you need two pairs of trousers, those trousers should mm-hmm. be these. But it's kind of, I think just in general, like social media and everything, is so pressurizing to be on trend and have the, you know, the best outfit for this and that. And I think even just like TikTok, go through TikTok and all of a sudden I feel like I'm so behind trend-wise. Oh yeah. And I need to like catch up and it's stressful. Yeah. I constantly feel like, oh my God, where did she get this from? And then I'm trying to get it. And then it's like, oh, that's like 200 pounds. And her whole outfit is worth like, two and a half grand and it's like mm. oh my god and it's just I think it's just kind of the fact that trends are so short at the moment um Definitely. on like TikTok and Instagram and everything to keep up with those trends you would be buying like I mean like at least 20 pairs of trousers yeah. a week you see like, on Instagram like all these people wearing the same thing like scrolling like oh I need that those trousers yeah, that yeah. top blah, blah, blah. and then you just end up like in a cycle and you're like just online shopping constantly like oh what's the next thing I need like what's the next yeah, thing yeah literally like, make me look like that I think TikTok really perpetuates like micro trends like it's really quite yeah. bad for that mm. especially with the whole um you know the whole concept of chuggy yeah like something that's in one week is chuggy the next week yeah and then it's, you'll have a bunch of videos tearing down someone who's just bought something that was chuggy mm. last week yeah and then that just leads to this more fast fashion more just buying of clothes just constantly yeah. constantly and constantly and constantly and it just I feel I don't really know what we can do to combat that with social media being so such a big like influence yeah. on our lives right now. I was thinking about this last week how a lot of I I always thought that we don't really get affected by influencers that much, mm-hmm. but when I think of jewelry especially, so I like I like the brand Misoma. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very heavily influenced brand by influencers, yeah. and I catch my th- myself never actually going on the website. If someone I follow has a pair of earrings that I like, I'll just go and buy those earrings. So at the end of the day, if that influencer never actually 
wore those earrings, I'd never go on the website and just scroll and buy them. Yeah. So I think it's 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 huge how much stuff like that affects us when we don't even realize. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very difficult to combat it because at the end of the day, the only way to combat it is to just not go on social media. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, for, for me, I feel like the only way I can kind of combat it is just like on a personal level is just not trying to let it affect me that much and just thinking, mm -hmm. you know, trying to remind myself that, you know, you have a personal style you know you don't have to worry too much about like the trends that are going to pass in like a week because a lot of the time there'll be a girl on tiktok and she's wearing something that really only a few people can pull off and it's yeah. like you know it's an outfit that looks great on her but am i going to be able to pull it off probably not yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it going to look ridiculous yeah so it's probably one of those things where i just try to take it with a picture of salt and think she looks amazing, but I'm just going to keep swiping. Do you know what I mean? Mm, and just, yeah. you know, try to forget about it. But. I have that a lot with sneakers because I think generally over the past years, sneakers have become impossible to buy. Yeah, Everything's yeah. sold out really quickly. This is limited edition. Yeah. You need to, you'll never get it through the first drop. So you need mm. to buy them from retailers, not yeah. at retail price, resale price. So resellers actually. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but also the, th the thought that they're going to sell out if you don't buy it. Yeah. So you yeah. don't even have time to sleep on the idea of, do I like these shoes? Will I wear these shoes? Yeah. Will yeah. these shoes work with me? No, it's just, okay, they're going to sell out if you don't buy them. Yeah. So you need to buy them. Yeah. No. I'm kind of the opposite with shoes. I don't know what it is, but I, I just care. I just don't care. Like, I literally like the ugliest shoes. This is they're going to get ruined anyway. Like, right, yeah. I mean, my feet are wearing like, <laughs> the other four. I want to care more about shoes because I'm like, oh, these, like, a good pair of shoes could make an outfit. But mm -hmm. I don't know what shoes I like. Like I just find it really difficult. A friend of mine says that a lot, how you literally step on your shoes all day. Why yeah. would you spend a lot of money on them? Yeah. I feel they like can't make or break. Yeah. No, fully. I mean, I feel like I've only got two pairs of shoes that I wear on a regular. My mm. one pair of like really beat up white trainers from like 2017. Yeah. And then my also very beat up black trainers from 2017. <laughs> and that's literally all I wear. Because you beat up trainers on the wall. Yeah, beat up trainers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I've kind of become obsessed after COVID, I think. Yeah. I think it's such a big like change. Yeah. Like, like fashion exactly. But I feel like it's just as well that I know that 50% of the time that I'm making, you know, or like even 6 or 70% of the time I'm making an effort with my outfit, I'm going out. And then at the end of the day, I'm not going to... Like, I wore some suede trainers out and I had to get carpet cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Oh so I God, feel like I fair, genuinely... You yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you do? I don't want to spend money, or not, not spend money, but I don't want to like make too much of an effort with trainers that ultimately are going to go black. So. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. the thing, because I think trainers as well are so expensive. Yeah. Like, to have, like, the fashionable, like, the ones that are most in trend, which mm -hmm. we don't actually need to have, obviously. But, like, they're so expensive, and then I just think, like, does it really matter if I wear them or, like, my old trainers from ages ago? Like, yeah. And then it comes down to what do we actually need? Yeah. I was talking yeah. to someone the other day, and um, she was telling me how she's from, I think, somewhere in the north. I don't remember exactly where, but her grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic, like, southern response. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not southern, I'm from Cyprus. Very far south. <laughs> anyway, so she was telling me how next to her grandma's house lives this lady who has no social media, no TV. 
Um, she just she's she need, she reads books, newspapers, watches films on what do you call that? Cassette. Yes. Yeah. VHS. VHS. Yes. Um, and she just goes out when it's sunny, stays in when it's rainy. She has two dogs, and she just lives like that. Oh my god! And she's not even that old. I think she's about forty-five ish. Wish that could be me. So she lives on books, films, and her dogs. She's so, 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 so sad. In an ideal world, world that seems so like. Peaceful. Does she have a job? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I will ask to get back to you. <laughs> I feel like I kind of like, until I was like, I want to say, I don't know, 13. Until I was like a teenager, I feel like I more or less lived that way. Because, I mean, when I was younger, we didn't have like iPads, obviously, because it was, you know, like in the like early 2000s, it was more like, you know, flip phone games, yeah. like Snake. And, and we did play on the street a lot, or at least we did. Yeah, so, so I feel like, to an extent, I feel like I used to be a bit more like that. Yeah. yeah. But then, what are you going to do, like, reject society? You know, like, and I not think, have social media, but everyone around you does? And I think there, there has come a point where everything is on social media. Yeah. So, for example, if I want to take a social media break, I can't because... As simple as we talk on social media yeah. for things that you need to speak about, yeah. for example. Yeah. Like it can be used in like good ways as well. Mm, yeah. I feel yeah. like that is a very much negative stigma on social media. Yeah, definitely. But it doesn't have to be, like it's not, people also don't think about like, the good parts that it brings. Yeah. yeah, and at the end of the day, it's what you choose what you consume on social yeah. media. Yeah. I think yeah. It's just really difficult to put to balance not being overly consumed by it yeah. and using yeah. it for... It is a fine balance. Yeah. But yeah, back to our main argument because I think we've moved on a tangent but to be honest it links because if social media wasn't as necessary maybe many people wouldn't be on it maybe many people wouldn't be that invested in what it is that you're wearing or yeah. because if you think about it in the past if I saw Clara on the street I'd see what she was wearing yeah. now I don't need to see her on the street and I think <laughs> sorry and I think <laughs> and I think even <laughs> It's kind of the new magazine because before yeah. brands would pay for a column in a magazine. Now they're paying for a place on your feed, technically. Yeah, we yeah. live in a paperless world. Yeah. yeah. I'd say I, I agree with that, but I also would think, I think that in the past people did have a lot of clothes, just not a lot of trendy clothes, not a lot of micro-trend clothes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the 90s, even if you watch Friends or like sitcoms, you've got like Rachel who has so many clothes. They're just... Clothes that last, clothes that are like really good quality because they're not from fast fashion brands and yeah. they're not following the trends, if you know what I mean. So I don't know if it's necessarily that we have too many clothes, but perhaps we have too many clothes that are on trend rather than not enough staples, like you were saying before. Which you're probably not going to wear as much yeah. because exactly they're not yeah, staple. Yeah. And I think we also have this misconception that sustainable fashion is expensive. Mm. And I think it is partly, but I think that's because sustainable brands mark up their clothes value because their marketing is marketing it as sustainable yeah yeah but i think you can be sustainable without buying into a lot of brands mm -hmm. that do i think personally do a lot of the time charge slightly extortionate prices for as well bearing in mind the fact that obviously we're all students like how am i supposed to pay certain amounts for clothes I'd only have like two tops if I bought clothes from some of the brands. Yeah. So I think that you can be sustainable in the sense that, you know, go thrifting, look through. I mean, half my clothes are my mum's that, you know, and I would just be like, can I have this? She'd be like, yeah, she doesn't wear it. So I took it. But 
I think just the fact that, you know, you can go into, you know, cow vintage or something, just have a browse, and you're being sustainable, technically. No, I agree. Because yeah. I also, I think I browse a lot through my family's wardrobe. Mm. Yeah. Even my grandma's coats, for example, I love to wear them. So there are ways around it, I think. Like Depop vintage. And yeah. yeah. And I think it's also, I think it's not spoken enough how much money you can make through selling clothes you don't wear. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people make like proper business out of it. Yeah. yeah. Depop businesses are such a big thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. But like going back to what we we're saying about having like too many clothes, I think the thing that I, I mean, it's it's really hard because obviously you're so tempted to buy like new clothes all the time. But I think just the whole thing about kind of having, trying to like hone your personal style is the only thing you can do to combat buying that many clothes. If you have your style, you can't be swayed by what's going on around you at every minute of the day. And at the end of the day, if you feel comfortable with what you're wearing, you like what you wear, why do you need to buy 20 more clothes? And I think that's a very good point to end this podcast on. Um, Thank you very much for listening. There will be more of this coming soon, so keep an eye out. And remember to uh, go easy on us because this is the first time we've ever done this before. Thank you. Thank you.